Welcome back, loonies. This is episode 25 of Into the Night, a Moon Knight podcast. I am one of your three hosts today, Ray. I'm Becca. And I'm rounding out the team, Connor. And this week, something a little different once again. We are tackling uh, Avengers Assemble Season 4, Episode 17, Beyond, starring the one and only Moon Knight, plus a review of the classic Moon Knight Funko Pop. So sit back, grab out everything that isn't an issue this time, and get your conchu on. Yes, welcome welcome back, loonies. We are here for episode 25, and uh, again, something a little different for this episode. We've taken a back seat with the classic and modern reviews, and uh, this episode we are, as Connor mentioned, looking at uh, an animated episode of uh, Marvel Avengers Secret Wars, and also a third review of um, of another toy figure, a Funko Pop, which is the classic classic midnight before we get into that uh how are we all how uh, welcome aboard again rebecca how are you i'm good good uh yeah doing all right it's finally better after new year of kind of sickness yeah yeah you're sounding you're sounding um a bit crook there um but yeah i've still got a bit of a lingering cough but i'm generally at least feeling all right yeah is it really cold over there oh well you always ask uh well we had snow yesterday <laughs> and uh, let's have a look. It's it's midnight at the moment, so it's hard to tell. But there is definite <laughs> frost on the ground. Ah, right. But I, I guess you know central heating will keep you nice and warm. So yes, that's cold, cold, yeah. but not as cold as most of the UK. I mean, up up north they've got quite a lot of snow. I was just yeah. reading something saying Scotland's got some of the worst snow they've had in years. Oh god. So, yeah, I saw I'm on quite lucky. I saw on the news in the Netherlands, um, there were strong winds, which happened, I think, you know, Oh, we had, like, the worst yesterday. Yeah. And it, it occurred to you as well? Like, it happened around your way? Yeah, well? yeah. The cats woke up in the night and stuff. Oh, they were all freaked oh. out. You could hear the windows rattling. Yeah. <laughs> I, I saw on um, one of the, the footage, um, a whole roof just blew off one of these Dutch houses. It was, it was crazy. That would be cold. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> very cold without a roof. Uh, and uh, and Connor, uh, I guess, uh, stark contrast, how are you uh, this week? A uh, hotter weather, I'm assuming. Yeah, well, um, same as Re- Rebecca, but the exact opposite. It is bloody hot um, over here, but I still managed to get sick with the flu. So oh, no. we live in the life over here. Um yeah, <laughs> no, apart from that, it's been a good week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, um, and, and as, uh, I guess Connor and I, we always ask each other, I, um, let's put it to you first, Rebecca, I guess, um, any, any shining, uh, comic issues that you've been reading the past week? What's, what's one that you could pick? Um, that... I've been pleasantly survived, pre- player, surprised by the <laughs> Avengers No Surrender. Oh, okay. Issues. Yeah. Yeah, I'm quite enjoying them. Um, much as I dislike weekly comics for the cost. Yeah, that put me um, off. Yeah. But I wanted to give it a go. And I'm so far, yeah, I'm I'm in at the moment, in with it. Okay. Uh, Doctor Strange. Doctor is, Strange, yeah. If you're not reading Doctor Strange since Donny Cates took over, you yeah. really should be. And it was good beforehand. So yeah, it was great. Yeah. I, it's just I have to hold my hands up. Not a character I particularly love. Uh-huh. Don't hate him. Just ambivalent about Doctor Strange I only have room for one arrogant uh, <laughs> character in my life and it's, yeah. not, it's not Steven yeah, you uh, 
And uh, but this is just, I I love Loki and he's in it, so that's mm-hmm. some of the reason I bought it. And it's just so good. Yeah, yeah. Are there any? I've got it as well on my pile. I haven't read it yet, but uh, are there any hints towards um, possible like the damnation event, or is it alluding to that? Uh, at all? I don't think we've got there yet. I think the uh-huh. next issue might. Okay. Uh, so far, it's very much been dynamics between Loki and, and Doctor Strange. Yeah. Right. Right. So uh, and yeah, very focused cool. in on that, but um, I I think we're getting there. Yeah, oh. like because we're getting to some sort of resolution with that. So yeah, um, yeah, I think very soon they're gonna have to tie it up, turn their attentions towards something else. <laughs> and and how about you, Connor? Um, a pick of a pick of the week. What would your pick of the week be? Well, pick of the week. Uh, Rebecca's covered Doctor Strange, which is just amazing up there with Black Bolt. It's like the top, but um. I'll probably give another big old shout out to All New Wolverine for probably oh, being like okay. probably my longest Marvel title on pool that's been consistently good. I think it's Karnak is probably its best. It's such a such a good time to jump on, even if you just hit the first issue of this arc. I think it was I'll pull up the issue in a sec. But yeah, I just I just love it. I think Tom Taylor's got the perfect voice for Laura. She's always been like one of my favourite characters, along with Kate. Hawkeye's been great as well, so Yeah. Dakin's been, been pretty hot too. Who's that? I have liked Dakin. I've liked Dakin. Oh, Dakin, well, I, I like Dakin. him. <laughs> uh, more in this series than I have anywhere else. He's never right, actually exactly. been a character I liked, but now it's like yeah. cool. Yeah. yeah, he's cool. Yeah, oh, cool, excellent. Um, yeah, I've actually haven't read. It was a, it was a pretty lean week, I think, um, for for weekly pulls. Um, so I haven't actually been to the local comic store yet. Um, I've got Doctor Strange on, on the tablet, but, um, haven't read him yet. So I've been catching up with stuff I've, um, borrowed from the library. And, uh, one I'm really enjoying at the moment is, is Black Science from, from Image. It's, uh, volume two. Are either of you, have either of you read that or? No, I have no, several issues. sitting there. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> um, well, it is it is pretty fun, and it's worth um, cracking open. It's it's quite different, uh, but it's the um, I guess very simple premise of uh, it's kind of like Quantum Leap, I guess, Rebecca. Um, oh, it, I like Quantum. Yeah, in the sa- in I the sense that they've that. got <laughs> yeah they've got this machine that um, will time jump them somewhere but they're trying to find their way home uh, and that it time jumps in different um sporadically so like it might time jump in three hours it might time jump in a week so they're stuck at a place for a certain amount of time and they just have to survive i guess until the next jump uh yeah and it's oh. uh yeah it's pretty cool um a lot of characters rick remender he really really fleshes out the characters um and so yeah there's a lot of dynamics between them um but yeah no it's uh that's what I've been reading so far. Volume two on the, in the trades. It's um yeah, it's pretty good, pretty cool. Cool. Yeah. Oh, so also I've been reading uh, Loki: Agents of Asgard for mm. Loki oh. goodness, and oh, it yeah. is fantastic. I've hit the end of the second volume. Uh, I need to get my thoughts out then on a, on that, but it's so good. I yeah. just want to already restart it, and I'm just waiting for volume three to come in now. And awesome. Well, good stuff. Well, we might um actually delve a little bit more into that um probably lean on rebecca for that because loki does appear in um in avengers secret wars he does so uh a little you know a little exciting to have him have him on board there uh i know rebecca you've you've watched a lot more episodes than 
well, definitely more than I have. I only watched the one. Connor, <laughs> uh, <laughs> kind of, have you have you watched any more or just the episode seventeen? Uh, just the episode seventeen. I did. Okay. Um, I did buy. It. I did buy it. Yeah, <laughs> I oh. like JB and just got the first three seasons because I want to go all in now. Yeah. So, uh, well, if so this much one, for impulse buying. Well, uh, you know, if this one episode's anything to go by, I think it's um really worth it. I was pretty impressed with it. Um, but anyway, before we get into that, uh, let's quickly dive into a very quick piece of news here for the loonies out there. Um, for our news this week, wasn't much. Um, I've only got two here in the in the show notes. Um, the first thing, and it's tied into our episode today, uh, Gideon Emery, who voices Moon Knight in the episode that we will review today, um, he will voice Copperhead. In uh, there's an R-rated Suicide Squad film coming out, animated film um, called Hell to Pay. Uh, I don't know too much about that. I don't know too much about Copperhead, um, so I might have to refer to both of you. But uh, yeah, he he's um, he's voicing Copperhead. Um, any thoughts on Copperhead? Is, is that a villain? Or I a... have no idea who it even is. Right. I thought I saw a title. I have no idea who. Oh, it's a real life snake. Apparently, that's not what I wanted. <laughs> I knew that from the Serpent Society from Marvel. Yeah, I, know, oh, it looks I don't know the DC equivalent. <laughs> yeah, I don't know as I well. Also, I also think my father-in-law may have killed them. Oh, <laughs> gosh! Well, we have ties to Copperheads, but um, he's got a pretty cool <laughs> name. This guy, Gideon Emery. It's um, he could be a, a comic character himself, but that's his real name. The uh, the voice actor. Uh, and he mm. does a, he does a pretty good job for for Moon Knight in this upcoming episode as well. Uh, the only other piece of uh, news I had, which was tentatively linked to Moon Knight, was it was another interview with uh, with Donny Cates on Damnation. And apparently, in in the US at least, there's been a little bit of uproar with the title of the event. Were you aware aware of this, guys? Or I wasn't. It doesn't surprise me. They really, really dislike the word damn a lot more than any of us do. Yeah, I didn't realise. Um, yeah, like, you've, if, you'd notice, I mean, if you watch a lot of TV shows, one after the other, you'll notice they always change it to darn, or, yeah. um, <coughs> it's, it's, so, it's just, you know, like, I don't know any Americans personally who care. Yeah. But yeah, well, in the deep Bible belt, I think it's, uh, mm. It's just one of those things, and it's just like, you know, like, that we don't really have an appreciation of why anyone would care, because we're just like, it's such a mild word, mm. um, that we don't really attribute with anything religious anymore, but... Yeah, but you're yeah, right. Yeah, it's, uh, it made me laugh, the story, a little bit, yeah. even though, obviously, to people that, that matter, that mind, they bind, you know? Yeah, true. Well, well and anyway... Is sorry. there actually plans to, like, replace the cover with... Uh, uh, it's a, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a varying cover. A very, yeah. That comic shops are going to be able to order. Apparently some comic shops, um, expressed concern that they might have problems putting that on their shelves. Gosh. They've and, really got uh, their finger so on I, the pulse. I believe what's happened is that they've, um, made a variant that says, that has tar over the dam. Yeah, tarnation, which is, um, pretty funny. Uh, and I think Donny Cates mentioned a couple of his Texan friends. Um, suggest, yeah. suggested that, uh, so it's very firmly tongue in cheek, but um, that's pretty cool, I think, and, and and it's good. I mean, I guess that's a good reaction to, you know, to any uh, response to to the event. Uh, you know, at least they're kind of addressing it, and and they're not taking it too yeah. seriously. I mean, they are, but like, if the problem, I mean, I mean, I think it's great. I think like yeah. 
it's a very low key kind of you can order it if you're worried that it'll lose you sales. Mm. That's cool. It's not going to affect the title at all. But then they're going to be buying a comic where where you know there's <laughs> demons. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know that's hilarious. Um, actually, I, I maybe the damnation on the front might be a, you might not be interested in this if you don't want to read about demons. Yeah, but and, if it's yeah. just the word that's the problem, then yeah. great. Because uh, yeah, exactly as you say, um, there's all you know. There'll be like bastardizations of, of angels in there as well. I'm imagining if, if it's anything like all sorts, yeah, of all sorts of stuff. Things. Yeah, it'll have the devil himself. So you know, it'll be pretty, um, be pretty funny. But anyway, that was only linked to Moon Knight because, um, yeah, Moon Knight will be featured in Damnation. Uh, the article that I read, which was I think from oh god, it could be from CBR. Um, I'll, I'll get the links later, but I think they, they mentioned that there might be a few surprises. They kind of alluded to the fact that there might be other tie-in issues, um, and it ended the article saying, um, it's still unsure whether Moon Knight's title will be affected or not by it. So I don't know, reading between mm-hmm. the lines, that could mean there's a small possibility there might be, there might be a link to his title. I, I tweeted, um, uh, Max Bemis and, Jason Burrows and, and Jake Thomas and Matt Lopez or the whole team. I tweeted them this morning just saying, um, just asking if they could, yeah, reveal if, uh, there is any, any effect to the title, but, um, we'll wait and see if there are any responses. Yeah. So, um, um, um yes, yeah, sorry, Connor. Oh, yeah, I was just, um, what was I going to add? Oh, yeah, there's, um, there was actually just, um, one other bit of news. As well, we haven't um, seen a preview for Damnation, although it is coming soon. But there is um, a uh, some art preview from the Iron Fist ties in for Damnation. Oh yeah, that popped up. Tentative link to Moon Knight, but it does look really good, and it's it looks kind of really good, good yeah. looking hype for the event. And also, uh, the Batman Assault on Assault on Arkham film was kind of like a Suicide Squad animated film. So oh, okay. if this new one's anything like that, it it, it should be pretty good. And oh, okay. I'll watch it for Gideon Emery, because he has a cool name. He has a cool name. just how small a person I am. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's got a cool voice as well. I mean, we'll, He we'll, does have a cool voice. It's very distinct. It's not your kind of... Um, a lot of, yeah, leading leading characters or, you know, stalwart heroes tend to have that kind of... There's a particular timbre to the voice, but he's got a slightly different one. I'm not sure if it's to do with the accent or not. Um, but also, as well, I wanted to say, Rebecca, I wanted to grab your thoughts, because you're also... Um, on the Immortal Iron Fist podcast, Sons of the Dragon, yeah. I heard um, Mike Perkins is is wrapping up on yeah. Iron Fist as well. Oh, how, how do you feel about yeah. that? I, I'm a bit sad at that. Um, I'm really sad. I mean, I <laughs> I think yeah. I was the one that posted. Went wait, oh. I didn't know we were losing Mike Perkins. Yeah. Like, um, <laughs> I, I really didn't. I just, yeah. I was like, have I just been sick for too long and I didn't notice this? <laughs> um, I came out of nowhere. But yeah. That, I mean, I, I adore him. I think he's amazing. Mm. But um, who knows? I mean, he's, he's had a pretty good run on it. Like, yeah. considering how much some of the art teams change up. True. But I do quite like the new person, which is the one we've got the... who's doing the damnation. Right, yes. Um, I'm just trying to find out quickly who it is, which is terrible. Uh, Damien Cuchero. Okay. Cuchero? I'm probably pronouncing that horribly wrong. Uh, he worked on Sons of Anarchy and Cluster. Okay. With, um, with Ed Brisson, apparently. So Ed Brisson asked for him. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. Um, which is nice. So at least you know there's a working, yeah. um, 
and like you said, I think the preview art for the Iron Fist uh, Damnation looks good. It's a very different style um, to Mike Perkins, but probably a style we're more used to for Iron Fist. Okay, yeah. Because uh, Mike Perkins is much more realistic than I think a lot of the Iron Fist art has, has ever been before. That's it true. It just seems to do a nice line in Demons, so, yeah. you know. What, what I liked about Mike Perkins was that he had that realism, as you say, but he kind of brought that, to me, he brought that um, kind of earlier era, like Shang-Chi, um, yes. Masters of I Kung mean, Fu his, kind of style. His fight scenes yeah. were sublime. Yeah, very classic um, and really, yeah, just really good. It added so much to the title. But yeah, um, this new artist, I sh- I, you know, I'm, I'm still in with Iron Fist. It's such a good title at the moment. Yeah. Yeah, it's doing really well. It's had a couple of had a couple of slow arcs as they switched into Legacy, mm-hmm. um, but it seems to be picking up again now. And like, I'm kind of looking forward to the tie-in. Yeah, yeah. Um, which usually is not something I'd usually say because uh, I guess this time around, so many of the tie-ins I'm getting already because I'm already getting Iron Fist and Doctor yeah. Strange. There's only really Ben Riley that I'm not. Yeah, um, I might get that as a digital I- just just to. Just to I might. I, yeah. I, can't, I can't decide because one part of me is like, well, I'll probably buy the trade and the trade will have the, them all in together. That's true. And then when you buy the trade, that can be like the little bonus bits. That you... At least that'll... Right. Yeah. At least that'll be something new. But mm. then... Yeah, that's true. Uh, and plus the Johnny Blaze one-off. But then the other part of me is like, well, I'm already buying all the other ones. If it's, mm. if it's just a case of three more comics to get the whole lot. Yeah. Um yeah, and, I don't know. I, I haven't decided yet. And it would be really annoying if they just refer, you know, to the issues. Like, oh, you yeah, know, what happened and, with Ben Riley? It's like, oh, what? <laughs> yeah. And, and I think the Ben Riley ones, the only reason I think they might end up being interest, uh, like important is that he's in Las Vegas yeah. at the moment. Yeah. Mm. So that, <laughs> Re- that's almost certainly why he's tie-in. Yeah, so. re- relevance through geography. That's uh, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. then I mean it's not because it's nice they haven't left him out. Mm, that's true. Because, I mean, you know, like you know, like in the past, I'm sure we've had events that have happened where heroes yes. have been and they've not been part of them. Yes, so. you you would ask the question if you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you'd be going, well, where it, where the hell is the Scarlet Spider? Um, yeah, you know? yeah, exactly. He's just gone to sleep for this, <laughs> you know. That's right. <laughs> yeah, he could have easily, you know. Bundle up those criminals, you know, because he was, you know, yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, he could have given us a hand, you know. Yeah, like... true. It's kind of like the um, the Netflix shows, you know, how everyone keeps on yeah, asking. Yeah, well, it's exactly, yeah. and and it's the and it's the post Avengers problem with the films. Yeah, it's like the yeah. minute they've met and worked together, mm-hmm. why would they ever not give each other a ring? Yeah, that's right. Mm. So, you know, like you know, you get, I mean, which I think they tackled all right with Iron Man three and Cap. Yeah, two. Because at least they had some, like, stuff going on. Yeah. But, like, for some of, for some of them, you're just like, really? You wouldn't even give them a ring and say, mm-hmm. <laughs> we're about to take shields down or, yeah. like, I need help? Yeah, they, these, are the, not... these are the problems we as comic book fans have, unfortunately. <laughs> unfortunately. But, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's a good problem to have. Um, oh, yeah. I, I also just wanted to ask as well, Rebecca, because um, you mentioned uh, your collecting the Avengers, sorry, was it No, no Surrender? Um, is that, because, uh, uh, look, I, there are two reasons why I didn't really want to pick it up. One, because of the weekly obligation to, to get it, and mm-hmm. two, um, because, I don't know, it seemed to me like another um, wham-bam event, and, and I just had a bad taste from um, Civil War 2, 
Is right. That, it's nothing like that at all, is it? Is it? It's it, uh, it. It seems not like that so far. Okay. Like okay. they seem to be. I mean, obviously, timeline-wise, it is. Mm. Forget it. Like, right. like I said, like you. Yeah. I mean, it is one of those ones where you're like, but where does this? When does this take place? Yeah, yeah. Because oh, so always. You kind of got to forget that because yeah. I think too many people are involved. Yeah. You know, like once because you, you've got Rogue in there, you've got all the different Avengers teams. So you've got it's pretty and, and and it's you know you've got Johnny Storm in there. We also know he's going to be in, he he's also doing two in one. We've got uh-huh. Rogue in there who's also off doing Rogue, Rogue and Gambit. Gambit yeah. So like I've no idea when, but they they have a fairly good way of taking out some of the major players. Okay, okay. Um, so you're not worried about where they are. So it's not every single character. There's just going to be a few. Yeah. Um, and. Uh, yeah, it's an interesting setup. It has, it has, it's got to the point. I mean, we're only two issues in. Yeah, I've only pre-ordered the first four. Uh-huh. I thought I'd give the first month ago. Um, and there's a point where it could go really bad if they do something <laughs> very, very obvious. Doesn't sound good. But the fact, <laughs> yeah. No, but the fact they, they've well, the, I, I don't think it would be all that bad. Let's put. It, I'll tell okay. you later. But I yeah. don't think it'd be terrible. But like a lot of people, are like, oh god, I hope it's not just this. Yeah. And I think the fact that it's 16 weeks indicates that it probably won't be. Oh, like, okay. they could probably tie it up in three weeks if they did this, this thing. Okay. You're um, not, you're but not... no, I, mean, cool. I like seeing all the big Avengers teams together. Yeah. I like all the, we, I mean, the first issue was pretty much narrated by Living Lightning, now called Lightning. Uh, which is, so oh. it's kind of nice to see characters popping in. He's, he's, second he's issue is all about this new character, the, the Voyager. Yeah. So there's some fun things going on. Oh, I love the Living Lightning. He was uh, he was the West Coast Avenger. He's um. Yeah. Isn't yeah. he the Brazilian guy or was he or, or was Latino? I don't. Um, he's definitely Latino. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And gay. And gay. Yeah. Yeah. He was he was a fantastic yeah. character what? in West Coast. Um. I yeah, love... he had a really funny one where they asked him to join the Great Lakes Avengers, and oh. he thought it was a gay. He thought it was the Gay and Lesbian Alliance. Oh, really? So when they said the GLA and yeah. outed himself, it's, it's quite, I mean, it was another yeah. retcon outing. Yeah, yeah. But it was very funny and very sweet because, you know, like, like, oh, join the GLA. And he's like, yeah. oh, <laughs> like, how did you know? That's um, very funny. Now, and yeah. the, the other burning question, I guess, uh, Rebecca, and only just purely for my indulgence, um, uh, Hercules, is he, he's featured a lot in there, is he? He was, uh, he's been in, he's in there, yeah. Oh, good. Oh, and well, he might have to pick it up. so far. Yeah. He, um, he picks up this big, the big, I, you, you must have, you've seen the panel, I know, I know you have. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he picks up this massive globe, a bit like the Daily Planet one. Ah, yeah, yeah. And he says, anything, anything Atlas can do, Hercules can do. <laughs> Lovely. Oh, well, I do might you think have it'll to... live up to the name, or will the Avengers surrender? That's my big burning query. Oh my god, I think they will not surrender. <gasps> oh. <laughs> Shock Even horror. if they feel they should. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> oh, it's, it's amazing. They uh, and it's tied into the title. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> okay, cool. Well, that sounds really good. So, um, at Looney's look, the, the big things happening in the Marvel universe at the moment, not just in Moon Knight's realm, but uh, yeah, Avengers sounds yeah sounds interesting. Actually, I might have to give it a go. Um, yeah, I think I will try to pick it up after this as well. Hmm. Yeah. Well, well, guys, I think we'll have to keep this train moving how about we go um over the moon (gasps) 
Right. So, uh, a little different for Over the Moon. Uh, these reviews, we are, as mentioned, holding off on the classic and modern runs. We'll be focused primarily on the fantastic Marvel's Avengers Secret Wars animated show. Currently, season four. And I believe, is it, um, Secret Wars is just season four, right? Um, they've yeah. obviously, yeah, yeah, okay. They changed the title. Every changed the season. Title for each, oh. Uh, season. Okay. Oh, that's pretty cool. Uh, and we'll the be last look- one was Ultron Revolution. Ugh, that doesn't sound too. <laughs> Exciting. <laughs> have you have you watched have you watched <laughs> have you watched much of that one, Rebecca? I've watched I've watched all of season two and three and ah. now four, ah. but I've not watched any of season one because I sort of came to it late and haven't caught up yet. Yeah, uh, yeah, Ultron. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, we're we're looking at episode <laughs> seventeen, and Connor, I think you mentioned it is titled Beyond. So what we're going to do with this TV show, I guess, instead of our bare bones. Uh, each of us, I think we'll just, um, yeah, let's just round it off, uh, through the acts, right? We've got three acts, I think, um, with the show, and, um, <clears throat> in our own words, I guess, uh, uh who shall we start with? <laughs> um, <laughs> Connor, do you wanna, do you wanna kick us off on, uh, what happens? Alright. The first act of this show. So our episode opens. There's a big old, kind of like crack in the middle of, it's a, I don't know, Central Park, that's it. Mm-hmm. And there's just this white light coming from it. And they decide to go out and check it out and hang around it like the water cooler at work. And <laughs> what happens? They get zorbed in, zappy, zap, flash a light. And then uh, they are thrown into what appears to be a desert. We have no idea where they are. Mm-hmm. And the uh, obvious signs point to with no communications that we're not quite on Earth. And all of a sudden comes up from the ground, but Avengers Tower, uh, which apparently in the show had not been seen for a bit or got blown mm. up or something. Yeah. yeah. And then, um, as they begin to investigate, we meet our big, our sort of big bad for this um, arc in this part of the show and season, uh, the Beyonder, who be call, uh, calls himself. What does he originally call himself? Uh, the, like, the man, the man from Beyond, or something, or the. Yeah. 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 And uh, he is the Beyonder, a man, um, a benevolent power who is uh, basically having his own fun in this world. And uh, he explains that they are on something known as Battleworld, which is an idea uh, which you'll know if you did read uh, the uh, Hickman Secret Wars comic, Mm -hmm. maybe in the original Secret Wars, which I haven't read, where basically what uh, what the Beyonder has done is ripped parts from literally every different... Of, of different planets, universes, and stitch them together into one big battleground. So, we see, uh, we see later that, uh, you know, it has all these different parts from different universes, Kunlun, all those shenanigans, and meanwhile, Avengers, unsure of what to do, still, uh, are still having their own strife as they, uh, figure out what to do and still lament loss of their, one of their biggest, uh, hitters, Iron Man, mm-hmm. who, uh, Disappeared in a way I don't actually know because I haven't seen the previous episode. Yeah, but, me too. I don't know, maybe tripped and fell. No, he. <laughs> all right, he sacrificed himself. Uh, <laughs> yes. And went into a bubble universe so that no, so that there was no chance that Ultron could infect the rest of the world because they're worried it got into the technology, arc right? Yeah. Yeah. And there was Aww. a very sad moment of hands touching glass panes and going, no, Tony. <laughs> but at the beginning of this series, he had been able, they, you find out that he'd been able to talk to them. 
but they lose contact in episode one. Oh, okay. Oh. So they've not been able to talk to him for like 16 episodes of sadness. That's a good stint, yeah. Yes. Uh, and uh, just as they are uh, stuck on this uh, weird, deserty part of the world, they decide uh, that uh, for some reason, splitting up is the best thing to do. And they split off in different pairs. Falcon and Cap Marvel, Cap and Black Widow, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Thor and Vision... Hulk and Miss Marvel, Black Panther, and the yeah. question mark. Who, do, do we remember there, Rebecca? Who I can't remember. No, who. I don't remember no. who went off with. I was maybe. only paying attention to our main guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, maybe he's gone solo. I'm just trying to think, who are you, who are you missing from that? Yeah. Um, I can't, for the life of me, think of who it was. Hawkeye? Yes. Yeah, Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Lovely. Hawkeye. Poor Clint. We nice left out Clint. I'm sorry, I know. Clint. I actually oh. like you. You're a good boy. To be fair, that happens to Clint a lot. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. We're just, we're just, we're just proliferating the poor guy's suffering. Exactly. We're being <laughs> consistent. Part of the problem now. We're being consistent. <laughs> yep, so that's all. Uh, yep. Oh, yeah, and uh, the startling realisation comes as everyone leaves. They are also trapped in a dome with no uh, actual way out. And, uh, and that leads us to the next act, which uh, leads us to discovering our um, sort of bigger plot point for this episode. Mm-hmm. And I just want to say in Act 1... That is my first introduction to all these characters and almost as a jumping on point. I love all of them. I think they get all these characters really well. Miss mm. Marvel's a lot oh, of fun. For sure. Uh, we don't yeah. see a lot of Clint, but Rebecca has told me he's fantastic, which is great. Great. Cap's fun. The interaction with the Beyond is all fun. It's Yeah. I love, uh, I love Ant-Man and Wasp as well. I like them as a team. Yeah, so. they, they, they do a really good job of the characterization, even when some of the stories are all over the place. And that's, that's one of the things I like about the cartoon is it's just, it's, it's, it's different from either the films or, mm. or some of the comics now. Yeah. And there's a sort of, uh, joy behind it. Well, you don't always get. I was just, just about, before we go on, just like, uh, one of the notes that I had and might as well just raise it now. Um, I, I really like how, as you mentioned, Rebecca, there's like a amalgamation of, uh, what's in the comics and in the films. Like, if you look at the costumes for all of the characters, some of them are very MCU and others are, um, uh, Black Widow actually. I don't even know where, where her costume comes from. Um, but the other ones are like more comic book character. Obviously, Miss Marvel is is very true to the comics. But if you look at say yeah. like Vision, uh, Ant Man and the Wasp, uh, Cap, um, they and Falcon definitely they look uh, MCU um, based. Yeah. Mm. and the Black Widow one seems to be um, sort of evolving. So okay. it's like it's going between comics and the films now more. Yeah, um, and the Hawkeye one is more of the. Is it's? I mean, it's also more comics. That's more comic. Yeah, he's still in perp. Yeah, yeah. Black Panther's more MCU as well. It seems to have a bit more detail. Yeah, yeah. On his stuff. The, the other thing is, well, um, Cat Marvel. She's she's got a really funky hairdo. Like, um, yeah, yeah, I love it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What is, do we know? What that reference is? is that that's to, is is that how she's going to be in the in the film? I don't I don't see her like um, that in the comics. I don't know. Sure. I, yeah. She did have a haircut like that at some point, I believe, actually. Yeah, I think it's from the comics, okay. but they've just uh, they've made it a little bit longer than the comics one was. Yeah. But right. she did kind of have that in the comics, but just, I think, more precise. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, the, the Wasp costume, I think, is, for, is the MCU one it as is, well, isn't it? It's those yeah, colours. 100% with uh, Ant-Man as uh, well. Getting us used to it. Yeah, yeah. So pretty smart from for Marvel. Um uh, Rebecca, can I ask maybe take us through Act Two? What yes. happens? 
Oh yeah, so, someone just wants to cover Moon Knight. Yeah, I thought she says I want to. Ca- I want to cover the only important thing that happened this episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, Captain America and Black Widow. Uh, they go off on a hover cycle to what seems to be a pyramid. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, they lose contact with the rest of the team because these episodes are no fun unless you lose contact. Exactly. <laughs> once you split the party. Yes. Um, they go into a pyramid. As you would expect, they get attacked by mummies because mm-hmm. you go into a pyramid in a strange world. Exactly. You get attacked by mummies. Just Everyone does. Back up. Don't just walk in. Just, they just get back up. Superpowers. It's Captain America. <laughs> he has no impulse control when it comes to fighting. <laughs> um, it's good because I love him. And then, from nowhere, Iron Man turns up Yay. and saves them. Hey! hey he upgrades uh, Black Widow's... Um, Gauntlets on yeah, the field cool. live. He <clears throat> looks like he's been fighting mummies forever. Mm-hmm. Um, he's not in full armor. Uh, and uh, there's a very touching reuniting. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Cap gives him a big hug, swings <laughs> yeah. him round. That's it. Um, and then the next minute kind of accuses him of getting them all like, putting them all in danger. <laughs> <laughs> One that's like, nice to have him back, isn't it? Doesn't yeah. Have a little smirk. <laughs> Um, but this is literally the only, the first time they've seen him in a long time, so it's kind of cool. Yeah. They have a little kind of like, are you safe? Don't know. Let's. I might die once we get out of this battle world. But at least he seems to know the rules of battle world. Mm-hmm. Um, so they carry on fighting, and um, they're looking for some orb, which they go chasing because he thinks that's going to be the key to getting out of this thing. They find it in the uh, chamber where Konshu is. And in front of the chamber is a sort of almost a statue mm. of something he, he refers to as Moon Knight, the protector. Uh, as soon as they try to go for it, Moon Knight wakes up, attacks them. It's all a silent fight, big, big fight. Um, and every time they think they've escaped him with the orb, Moon Knight catches them. It's like kind of, yeah, you're not, well, he doesn't say anything, but it's like <laughs> he can clearly sense the orb. Yes. Um, and then eventually Stark brings down part of the pyramid to help them escape. And that's when you get the kind of, oh, you always killed us. Yeah, yeah. Normal sort of Cap Iron Man interaction. Yeah. And everyone's happy. It's lovely. I, I think that was, oh. hol- that was hilarious. That, um, that thing of, uh, oh, you're always putting us in danger. And then there's a bit of a pause and it's like, ah, it's nice to have you back. <laughs> it's like, it is. We're, we're back it's to so the norm. <laughs> you know, so. Um, and and a, a little prodding from Black Widow as well saying, you know, come on, Cap. You know, this is Stark we're talking about. So, um, yeah, yeah, right. yeah, very cool. Uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, you know, the big reveal of of, of Stark, um, Vine Man saving them all was pretty cool. Um, Moon Knight's costume, it's huge. yeah, yeah, is uh, well, I guess very I, classic Moon Knight costume. Very, yeah, uh, yes. more black than white, but still sort yeah. of you know less the shelvy armor, very sort of yeah, you know, like robe like. I mean, Me clearly, too. we know immediately this is not the Moon Knight we know. Yes, yeah. Like, mm. you know, this is definitely... But it seems to work within the world of he's a protector of Konshu. Yeah, yeah he's very <laughs> spectral here, being able to, like, show up as well, which sort of suits the old costume mm. look as well. Yeah. And he's also a lot stronger here as well. Yes. You can tell immediately, like, he goes head-to-head with, you know, big um, super soldier cap yeah. better than he could in the comics. Yeah. So, which so obviously, he's got a bit more weight behind him. Yeah, which which makes you kind of wonder whether it's uh, more like the Volume 2 Moon Knight as well, where he 
maybe powered by the moon or, you know, uh, somehow, uh, yeah. yeah, increased flex, uh, agility Definitely. and dexterity. Because he's, he's leaping and he's quicker than Black Widow and he takes, he takes mm. on Iron Man, Cap and Black Widow by himself and he does a pretty good job as well. So, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's... Definitely holds his own. Mm. I mean, they're 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 clearly running from him. Mm. They think they need. We we see the um crescent darts. We got the um mm-hmm. truncheons, which he then connects to a staff. Yeah, as well. That's very cool. This big. Um... Oh yeah, there is cool weaponry in there. Yeah, yeah, very cool. And uh, yeah, some of the moves I do like. Um, some of the choreography with a, uh, you know. In the animated series, I can't say that I usually look at that, but there are some pretty cool moves that Black Widow and, and Moon Knight do um, when, they, yeah. when they do fight. So yeah, hats off to whoever designed that fight scene. Um, yeah, so uh, I guess quickly just to round off the synopsis in Act Three, then. Um, so as Rebecca said, they are outside of the pyramid. They think they've escaped Moon Knight. Uh, and then, again, uh, this is not the Moon Knight we know. They look up, and on top of the pyramid, on the back of a, a sphinx, I think it looks like, uh, Moon Knight's, uh, yeah, Moon Knight's there to, to charge at them once again. And then you get more, mu- more mummies, more fighting. Um, yeah, there's a, there's a, there's a big, big rumble outside. Uh, Iron Man's trying to get away to, to Marsha, which, um, we don't know yet what that is, but he actually leaves Cap and, and Black Widow to fight the mummies and Moon Knight and the Sphinx and uh, they wonder what's happening. Um, you know, soon he actually arrives, Tony Stark, with Marsha, turns out to be a truck, and then actually this is a, probably a really good moment for you, Connor, as well. Uh, <laughs> uh, the truck then transforms <laughs> into a robot, um, manned by Tony inside. Yeah, big old mech. Big old mech, and it uh, it smashes the giant uh, sphinx, and it just obliterates a few of the mummies as well. Uh, in the Malay, we see Moon Knight, who again is just so uh, elusive and, and quite strong, holding his own, um, trying to get that orb from them, and it's almost like a, a game of um, football or, or tag. They throw the orb to each other to try and um, get it away from Moon Knight, but they uh, they find he's got some sort of scarab on top of his head which seems to be controlling him and black widow is the one that actually smashes it with her with her truncheons and uh and once a scarab is destroyed uh conveniently all the all the enemies um disappear in a, in a whiff of sand <laughs> so that's pretty cool very uh very kind of vampire blade-esque <laughs> um and so we've learned that moon knight wasn't himself he was controlled by the orb um and uh, so they all have a bit of a truce, and, and Cap, you know, says we could use another soldier on the team. Which actually, my eyes lit up at that stage as well, going, "Oh yes, I know, me too." I was yeah, like, Go on, take pl- it. yeah, please, please do. <laughs> uh, but he mentions that he's got some duties to, to carry out um, with the pyramid and stay there. Uh, and to round things off, um, Cap gives the all back to, to Tony Stark and says, "Look here, we, we've got it back to you without a scratch." And Tony then nonchalantly just smashes it, <laughs> leaving the others agape. And um, and he pulls out like a what seems to be, I think, a little bit of a tech device. Uh, and back at Avengers Tower, when they regroup with everyone, Tony explains that this will be like the key for them to, I think, remain um, under the radar of the Beyonder and mm-hmm. will allow them to actually take him on. So that's all, all pretty cool. And the ending as well ends with a, a little bit of a cliffhanger with uh, none other than, as we mentioned earlier in the podcast, Loki arrives. Uh, 
on the uh, on the upper level to to talk down to to the Avengers and say that he wants to actually join. So um, that's how episode seventeen ends. Uh, yeah, pretty exciting stuff. Um, Loki always to me Loki is kind of like um, Magneto now in that he's he's blurring the line between hero and villain, and you see that in the Donny Tate's thing um, with Doctor Strange as well. Um, yeah, it pretty that's that's pretty much the setup of Loki Agent of Asgard is that mm, okay. that transition from him being I mean he's never been wholly bad. Mm. Well in I the mean, classic, although he's had moments right of back, evil, but Agent yeah. of Asgard really sets him on a different journey. Okay. Yeah, I mean he's I mean let's not deny he's liked by a lot of a lot of our comic readers and fans and, and Tom Hiddleston really made inroads with Loki on the film, like to actually garner a bit of um, yeah. empathy with him as a, as a character. So he's, he's proven to be quite popular. But um, yeah, so that that rounds out that story, guys. Now, I guess we can pick and choose some main aspects to the, to the story. Um, Connor, would would uh, would I be able to ask you? What would the first one be? Mm, what I want to open with this episode, um, uh, I suppose he makes almost a bigger return as the bigger star of this episode than our um, mm-hmm. old Mooney boy. Yes. I really love Tony Stark in this. Tony Stark is a favourite character. Here is the right amount of lovable and cocky and, you know, he kind of does his own things, a bit of a piece of shit, not telling anyone what he does, but he always has the answer. He's nowhere near sort of as, um, you know, sort of, Angsty and yeah. angsty as he currently is in the MCU, so it's this nice balance that I love. It's, it's real good. Yeah, I really. I love I, great. I, His voice actor's the great. voice actor. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. I was about to say he nails a Robert Downey Jr. voice, and uh, and and the way he delivers the lines as well is very Robin Robert Downey Jr. esque, which is really cool. Um, so it's it's quite comforting, I think, to to you know to have actually when he revealed, yeah, to have him back as well. I was uh. I cheered. I honestly yeah. cheered. But then, you know, like because I, I miss him. It's it's it's, mm. it's weird watching the team without him. It is, yeah. I, I, true. I mean, more so than like Thor and and uh, and the Hulk. Um, you've yeah. got to have Cap and Iron Man there. And like, I, I reckon, you know, we took, there's been discussion of like trinities and stuff. I reckon you should put like Black Widow up there as well. Like, I think Cap, Black Widow, and Iron Man are pretty, are pretty. Um, pretty integral to, to the team it, just in the sense because I think Thor and, and Hulk are, are quite overpowered you know they're, they're quite they're, they're beings that are beyond um, they're the big hitters yeah, they're big hitters in, yeah like yeah. yeah I don't know I just I just veer away from the Trinity I don't think there is one for Marvel oh yeah no for sure there's no comparison with, with that of, of DC but um, yeah but having I, said that for this particular episode seeing those three together yeah, yeah exactly I, I there, just... there is something about that their, their personalities go together very well like either black widow or clint it, yeah. like as the third because yeah. like with widow you get that kind of like um it's not slightly unemotional but emotional yeah like you know like you know she's very loyal to them all but she'll mm. never show it and it's kind of what both cap and tony need sometime yeah is that sort of kick to like let's just get on and do this like stop with your bickering well, I, um I, in the same way as clint would just add to the bickering yeah but i do like how um to me like black widow seemed quite um and she did raise it a little when she kind of had that huge sigh in the episode like oh, 
God, can we just rest for one one minute? She seemed to be a little. Yeah. To me, she seemed a, a little bit over it all. Um, and I don't know whether the the voice actor wanted to carry that throughout the whole episode, but just like yeah, watching it again and watching her like there is a level of emotional detachment, but yeah, she seemed to me a little um a little exhausted just um to the way that she was talking. There's been there's been yeah. a lot of this this se- there's been a lot of fighting this season, a lot of them being separated. Yeah, yeah. So I guess it's a little nod so, uh, towards that. Yeah. Like the Avengers had only just come back together when yeah, this right. happened. So. Oh gosh, yeah, that must be so annoying as well. Like, you know, watching it. Oh, they're finally together, and then oh god, they're split up again. Well, it's, it's, that's why we've got uh, the reason we've got Black Panther and Miss Marvel and mm. Ant Man and the Wasp is basically all the main Avengers were scattered right. throughout whatever, and yeah. so Black Panther calls in anyone left, and that's so. So now you've kind of got the two teams together. Yeah, yeah, right. No, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. How about, uh, Rebecca, how about, um, another, what were the other main aspect from this episode you take from? Um, I guess Loki coming in at the end is pretty huge. Yeah. Um, cause we've only seen him as a bad guy in yeah. the show. And him coming in and saying he wants to help. And oh my god, his voice is amazing. His voice is cool, isn't it? Yeah. His voice, him and Moon Knight steal the show. With Beautifully, the, with... it's like smooth but gruff. It is, yeah. perfect. <laughs> it's just like it's total slimy Brit. And he's, <laughs> and he's got a bit of a, it. he's got a bit of a five o'clock shadow as well. So he's not, you know. Yeah. He's, he's got a bit of roughness. It really is the, uh, agent of Asgard Loki. Ah, oh, okay. And how did he make it onto to Battleworld? Do you think he got there himself, or do we know later on or beforehand, or was he abducted? Uh, he's not on... Well, ah. he's... I don't know. Uh, we haven't really gone very far into it, to be honest. Okay. Um, he's just having, like, a slumber party in Avengers Tower when it got, <laughs> yeah. like, blown up. He so was asleep there the whole time. <laughs> he's been, been hiding um, in the cupboard. Well, we've only had a couple of episodes since, yeah, so... Right. Um, and one of those was the Iron Fist one. Oh, I cannot wait for yeah, that. Yeah, I did see some of that. Do you? Yeah. Oh. Vampire symbiotes. Hey, yeah. How does uh, how does vampire, Iron... vampire Venom? <laughs> how, how does uh, Iron Fist sound? Uh, he's a bit he's a bit hippie. Oh, is he? <laughs> oh no, he's a bit hippie. He's a okay. bit teenage hippie in this. Oh, but okay, okay. It's not my favorite Iron Fist ever, but uh. yeah, he's a bit like. Oh, and then we do this and. Oh, okay, hippie. Oh, yeah, oh okay. Real. I'm thinking yeah. more surfer dude. Okay, no, hippies are better than surfer dude. It's got to be. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, so yeah. a bit more surfer dude. Um, but no, I think so. So Loki coming in's cool. Mm-hmm. It's another plot point. Is uh, this episode really is the start of probably why the season's called Secret Wars yeah, as well, right? Which is the other another cool aspect to it yeah. is because each of the seasons, I mean, like Ultron Revolution didn't really have that much to do with Ultron until probably about halfway through. Same oh, okay. with this. So, um, and then it's kind of, I love Secret Wars, so it's kind of cool yeah. to see Battleworld there. And... Yeah. No, well, I mean, that's, um, that was one of my aspects, actually. I just wanted to talk about Battleworld, which is, is really cool. And, and as you mentioned from the, the comics, it's a, such an enjoyable thing and I, I love how you get a glimpse of it with their hologram uh holographic display of how there are little um i guess provinces now in battle world yeah which we'll i guess as a viewer you know okay this is where we'll we'll be heading to and i just love that aspect and in the comics they did the same thing where um jonathan hickman 
created this whole map that you could kind of follow and uh and yeah. each of them had their own little taste, little flavor. So uh I think in that map on the on the show you see uh Kunlun as well. So you know that yep. okay that's gonna be Iron Fist heavy. Um and I guess there's a Black Panther one, right? There was a something like the uh, no tech world that that could have been an Iron Man thing, I'm not sure. But anyway, um, they had the, th- this episode was based in Egypt, Egypt or something like that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I love this whole battle world element and, um, the explanation of how these worlds have come together and it just opens a door as to who will, who will actually see like, um, coming up. So uh, it's quite exciting. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's pretty cool. It's a nice start to an arc. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, mm. yeah. Um, Connor, any other, any other aspects from your end? I guess we gotta, uh, talk about Moon Knight, who sadly only has, like, um, two lines in this. He's like Chrome Dome in the original Transformer series. Mm. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, like, his voice is fantastic, but, um, Obviously, it works for the episode because he really is this, like, mind-controlled, incredibly yes. powerful spectral figure, which works really well. You know, he's really powerful and posing. Yep. Especially in, like, the second act inside the temple. That was great. We see him move out. He's riding, like, a chimera sphinx thing, which was mm. an interesting choice. Um, but once again, he's still really cool there. Uh, and just, um, yeah, just his voice. Like, it's a really good choice. Uh, well, it is. I was you know, they didn't go that for that comedic... Weird, yeah. They didn't, yeah. Yeah, so- like, they didn't once again try the comedic tone of Ultimate Spider-Man, which I was worried they were going to do. Oh, yeah. They way, actually, like, way too dark. really wanted someone to sell this. Yeah, way too gravelly. I mean, it was just right, I think. I mean, it has, obviously, a level of seriousness, but you don't... Yeah, it's not... It's not like I'm Batman kind of thing. It's, uh... <laughs> yeah, it was really good. And as Rebecca mentioned as well, a very different Moon Knight from what we're used to as well. I mean, again, he's been controlled, but it seems his... I don't know, his whole history and premise... Um, to me, actually, it didn't really make sense. Okay, he got the scarab off his head and he was back to normal. Why Why wouldn't he want to... I know he's a lone wolf, but why wouldn't he want to team up with the Avengers? Why did he feel compelled to stay at the Pyramid? I mean... He's on Battle World just well, like everyone else. I mean, maybe he doesn't it? know who the hell the Avengers are. Yeah, true. I, I mean, think, I think it was a country thing, wasn't it? Like, you wanted to stay with the temple because it was country's yeah, temple. So. Okay. I believe that was the reasoning. Also, he has been in the uh, Avengers Assemble show previously, actually. When I first went searching for his voice last week, I actually found um, a page that I've now lost. Let me just quickly event the time and pull it up <laughs> by saying that... And, on uh, a new market for um, clothing could be Moon Nighties. There we go. <laughs> Get that one in your heads. <laughs> That's like a real on tap market. Not yeah. um, find this uh, bloody link. But yeah, he was actually in um, season two. I'll find the okay. uh, co- uh, correlating episode in a sec. But, okay. Um, yeah, I wonder uh, when what, I think. Sorry. I was just thinking while you're while Oops, you're. Sorry. I was just thinking while you're while you're looking for that, I just wonder whether in those other episodes, as you mentioned, if he's more of the standard Moon Knight. I mean, are we looking at the Moon Knight here at, at the desert in the pyramid? Is he from another another world where you know? Because, Possibly. Yeah, because, I think mm, so. Yeah, because to, to to me, you know, I thought it would be like I would be more like I'm I'm New York based. Um, you know, what am I doing on this weird world? You, you know, and I, I assume that he was in that pyramid because he was controlled by, by the scarab and the orb. But yeah, maybe he's from somewhere else and, and maybe the Moon Knight 
prior to what Connor is alluding to um, is more of the, I guess we can call it the 616. That'd make a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, uh, in um, season two, uh, episode 26, there's um, Tony Tony Stark and Steve talking about like potential Avenger allies throughout the world, and um, Moon Knight's actually on that screen Ooh, yeah. in a more Shelby-looking outfit. Ah, lovely. Yeah, and, and also with Moon Knight um, as well, there's a bit of a, a uh, amalgamation of sorts, like when he's, the scarab comes off his head and his hood's taken down, we see the, the Mr. Knight mask on there, which, and also the ultimate mask, right? He always had that, like, little moon crescent on yeah. his forehead. Yeah. 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 Didn't he have that in um, Ultimate? No. I think it was just this one. Never mind. Didn't, yeah, the, the Ultimate costume, didn't it, wasn't it, like, more of a black face, but with a, a moon crescent on the forehead as well? I yeah. That was the, just, yeah. Yeah. I think so. So, um, yeah, a bit, you know, a bit of a, a nod towards all these kind of little, um, little Moon Knight references. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, Moon Knight was a. It was cool. I, I was quite satisfied with his um, appearance in this in this episode. It was very well contained. That's all. That's all. I guess. Yeah, I thought it worked pretty well. Mm. And and it's good to see that he wasn't just you know trounced by the Avengers. That you know he had a bit of yeah a bit of flair, had a bit of you know bit of skill behind him. So that was that was good. Um, Rebecca, any other uh, elements of the show worth raising? Not necessarily. I think we've I covered the main ones. Yeah. Yeah, I can't think of anything. Uh, just the huge. last one I was thinking was just, um, I guess, the appearance of the Beyonder himself. Um, very, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very, very, he looked pretty cool. He looked very cool. Very different from the um, the classic. I'm used to I the classic. I was Beyonder. like, at first I was like, oh, is this going to be Moon Knight? <laughs> theoretically, could have been, given the colour sort of. He looked a bit, you know who he did like, like? Yeah. He looked like um, our new guy in the comic, Patient 86. Oh, oh <laughs> the yeah. Sun King. Yeah. Well, for a split second, I thought it was actually Tony Stark. Like, for just a flash when, oh, when he yeah. walks in. Oh, yeah, been as well, yeah. I thought, oh, he's, he's bad, but he, you know, he, he seemed quite relaxed. And, uh, yeah, very different from the comic. Um, had no, well, from what I remember from the comics, no facial hair. Uh, had a bit more of a, um, as, as Tony Stark alludes to, a bit more of a, um, what was it? A rock, rock star vibe or something? Uh, the Beyonder? Yeah, yeah. Like. Yeah, cause he was in a jumpsuit. He's still in a jumpsuit. Um, and, uh, yeah, he was, uh, he's pulling the strings at the moment. So the big thing, as we mentioned, I guess this really, as you say, Rebecca kicks off the Secret Wars in this animated series. And instrumental to that, obviously, is the Beyonder. So he's the big bad. Um, and it'll be exciting to see all the Avengers and Loki. And who knows, who knows down the track, um, all coming up against, um, the Beyonder. Have we seen, um, Rebecca, you, you know this more, th- more than us. Were, uh, have we seen Dr. Doom anywhere? Uh, not, not yet. Pop up? I not don't yet? think, not okay. this season. I don't remember if we've seen him before. I don't know if they cross over to the ones they can't use in the MCU. Oh, of course. Ah, yeah, right, the Fantastic right. Four wouldn't be here as well, would yeah. they? Yeah, I don't ah, think yeah. so. Oh, you're right, of course. I was just um, pointing towards, I guess, because in the comics, Doctor Doom has a huge role um, in, <laughs> in taking on the Beyonder, at least. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of so, um, but you're yeah, totally right. The, the, the copyrights and, and all that all... all um, prevent that. So, uh, yeah, okay, well, any, um, do we have any notes? I've got a couple I'd like to kick off, just, uh, little references. Um, first one, 
uh, Connor and I, we mentioned the, the Chimera um, that Moon Knight was on. Uh, the reason why I call it the Sphinx now is that I like the little nod to the nose falling off um, when yeah. <laughs> when Marsha smashes the Sphinx and it, it's down for the count. Uh, he actually, Marsha, no- sorry, Marsha knocks off the nose. Um, and so I thought, oh, yeah, okay, that's, that's kind of the Sphinx. I thought that was a nice little nod there. Um, and also just the humour. I do like, as we mentioned, uh, when... When Tony Stark nonchalantly just destroys the orb, and uh, just the looks on Cap and Black Widow's face was hilarious, as well as when he um, put the alarm on on Marsha with the little beep beep, <laughs> um, I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> funny as well. Um, yeah. Uh, any any little little notes to the top of your heads, guys? Not really. I no. like um I liked Cap's upgraded suit. I always loved the really sort of more metallic armor. I know plenty yeah. of people don't like those looks, especially when it came to like Vengeance of the Moon Knight later, but I always loved that. Yeah. It looks cool. Oh, sorry, um, Connor. You, Black uh, Widow's cool upgraded yeah. swing on the things. Um Truncheons. just just sorry. Like, sort of laser blades. What you mentioned about Cap's thing, um can anyone really explain what happened when Tony Stark threw that cap grenade at Cap? What happened there? Did that just like <laughs> did that just give him a new costume? Probably. It must get, was like, it? explained later, or... Yeah, I don't was, think it's been explained. Yeah, I don't mm-hmm. know okay. if it's been explained, but yeah. I mean, he upgraded Black Widow, so yeah. I'm guessing he'd been on the tech world, working with tech, and yeah. thought, ooh. And of course he was thinking about Cap. Yeah. So, and <laughs> what's that way to do these things? But the Black Widow's one was very uh, obvious. They were really cool gauntlets, and she had these kind of, like, uh, sword things, or blade things, energy blades. Cap's thing, yeah, I was waiting to see that. I don't know if he had... Um, any little bells and whistles on the costume once, once Tony Stark threw that thing at him, but um, it's not really didn't seem to. Yeah, nah, I thought maybe a holographic or you know energy shield or something, but that that didn't happen. Um, also liked how Cap actually used his shield to to slide down the sand dunes. I thought that was a nice touch. <laughs> oh, that was well. amazing. Yeah, it's just those little details I think that the writers put in that that really kind of yeah I think really add to it as well. Um, yeah, you'll definitely have seen... Like, this is kind of like... Oh, sorry, did I cut you off there? No, right? no, no. Sorry. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I was just saying, like, you'll definitely have seen... Like, you know, like, th- there are better, like, structural, like, uh, story in this. You've probably seen this in other, you know, cartoons if you watch them for, you know, enough of them. But I think just the way they get the characters right and all... You're right, just the little touches. Like, mm. you know, if you... Like, we went through the arcs, uh, the um, acts. Like, it's not exactly... A complicated story. No. And I don't imagine like many of the others are, but just, you know, getting those characters right is just... That's right, yeah. Just what you, like, come here for and, and yeah. what makes this show sort of, you know, what makes you want to keep returning to the show. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think that's what Marvel does. They really do pay attention to just those little things, whether they be little references or nods or just, like, little like non-important things, but it all adds up. It all kind of gives depth to the, to the characters and to the story. It kind of makes... How you? No, 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 sorry. <laughs> kind of. It, um, it's why you love them, I guess. Um, yeah, that's. I mean, that's how I see it. I mean, also as well, Miss Marvel. What did you guys think of her depiction? I think she was great. I, I didn't really actually. Oh, she's. I love her in it. Yeah, I didn't so expect good. her to Is be. Is she in a lot of other episodes, Rebecca? Yeah. Yeah. She. I think they yeah. first came in in uh, series three. They have all the kids. Oh, nice one. Uh, let them have oh, a little cool. wander around Avengers Tower and stuff. Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. And they, there's lots of jokes about babysitting and, <laughs> like, 
But no, she's she's great. She's been through yeah. all of this series because she was one of the backups called into play by T'Challa. Yeah. So um, yeah, she's been in it quite a lot actually. Cool. And was Sam cool. Alexander there as well? Or? Uh, I believe he was okay. in the not this series, but he was in the oh. last one, I believe. Oh, okay. Because certainly a few of them. So. Yeah. Ah, oh, no. Yeah, really, really enjoyed seeing her. There. I didn't expect it. I mean, but in the first couple of minutes, you see her, and she kind of introduces us into into the Avengers ending up in Battleworld, so that was pretty cool. Um, all right, so I guess let's do a bit of a, a bit of a rating here, present art ratings. Uh, Connor, from this episode. Uh, are you willing to watch the rest of the series and how did you find it in general and Moon Knight's depiction? Um, well, Moon Knight for a start, you know, obviously he um, didn't have much of a speaking role, but his voice actor was great. They mm-hmm. got his weapons right. He had a really great look. I like um, I like that he was, like, as you said, an alternate universe spin. I think, um, you know, he was actually a rather more formidable opponent than I was expecting for, you know, to incredibly... You know, a soldier and a spy. Yeah. He uh, he did well as a as a great little enemy for this episode, and a nice sort of you know ending with the ambiguity of the character. And I hope he returns. Um, I think you know, like I said, um, this is an episode. You know, like it's a, it's a, it's a good fun episode with some action and a, mm-hmm. like a like a good opening basic premise for this um Secret War storyline. But I think just the way they get the characters right. Obviously, these writers. You know, they've been with them for four seasons. They just love these guys. They know these characters, you know, down mm-hmm. down the middle, and they just just have all these nice little touches just, that just make it so worth watching. So I definitely am going to go back. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Rebecca can vouch for how good the show's been when it comes to all that and checking it out with the characters. So I'm definitely all on board, I suppose, for a rating. I'd probably give it a 3.5, 4 out of okay. 5 Crescent Darts. Nice one. Pretty you know, decent. Deserving of that, just for the quality of the characters and a, a pretty good story. So yeah, pretty decent rating. Yeah. And how about you, Rebecca? What would you give this episode? Yeah, I'm definitely on the. I, I'd give this one a four. It's mm-hmm. definitely one of the standout ones of the series so far. Oh, okay. Which is nice awesome. for Moon Knight. Yeah. Um, like you know, I I think they. It's like I said, totally different depiction of Moon Knight, but one that works as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which is nice, and the voice was such a godsend. Because yeah. I honestly thought if they give him some weird squeaky voice or some really deep, <laughs> yeah. like creep, or, or if they try and make him creepy, <laughs> like if they try and give him that the kind of mummy voice, oh, yeah. oh, God. you know, oh, yeah. then yeah. I'd be like, oh, I, it's not really what I want. But they know, and the fact they want to recruit him straight away, they know he's a good guy. Mm. The Mecca. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, the Mecca. Marsha. Marsha. Oh, still my heart. Yeah. <laughs> um, and having Tony back, it was, it was an, I thought it was a really good episode. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, I, I'd give it a four out of five Crescent Darts as well. I really enjoyed it. I was a bit um, hesitant as to whether or not this animated series would be, uh, not to take anything away from it, but would be similar to like the Ultimate Spider-Man uh, episode that we reviewed earlier, Connor, which was which was fun, but to me it was a little mm. um, a little angled more towards the. Um, like the younger audience, so I was, I was worried that this it's would be definitely more of a children's one. Yeah, um, but this one was like I was surprised. I was like, oh, this is exactly like the Earth's, well, similar to the Earth's Mightiest Heroes, which I loved before. Uh, it just has a little bit more something for the fans and stuff. So I really enjoyed it. Four stars, I thought, uh, as well. And uh, yeah, things that you know, there were genuine surprises there, like the uh, like Marsha. I did not 
I, I, I don't know about you guys. I didn't expect a transformer, you know, mech robot to or be. A yeah, <laughs> or, 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 yeah, or a Sphinx. Yeah, Moon Knight and the Sphinx. Um, and I loved Moon Knight in it as well. Exactly as you say, Rebecca and Connor. The depiction was was really spot on, and and happy to have it to be a slight difference to you know the Moon Knight that we're used to. Uh, I just loved it how he kicked ass as well. He was no slouch. Um, and yeah, and just having that that um, collection of all these heroes, it's just so fun to have them all together. You know, it's kind of why we love the the um, MCU movies when they all kind of get together, and it's just fun to see them all here together as well. Uh, looking forward to yeah, um, and this is how they get you, I guess. Looking forward to the other episodes as to how the other team ups team ups go wherever they go. Yeah, exactly um, how they do it. Yeah, yeah so um, I will tell you this. Loki gets a very cool line in the next episode. That's definitely <laughs> Does he? Okay, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to watch it for sure. But yeah, four. So I, I think round out average more or less four crescent darts from all of us, right? Um, Connor, you yeah, yeah, really good. So loonies, um, if you uh, were on the fence as to whether to watch it or not, um, we we definitely recommend this for you. Um, four four crescent darts each now rebecca i know that you're on a time constraint here as well so i'm just um yeah um, i'm thinking connor as well there's actually scope we can actually do the funko another episode if if you don't mind connor i don't know if you yeah by all means yeah this is a this is a nice you know episode we covered a yeah you know good chunk on that mighty fine episode so. exactly and and i just wanted to kind of round it out with like yeah with rebecca here as well um yeah be yeah, it's it's been it's been really nice, Rebecca, discussing this show. It's it's so much fun. Um, it's actually a yeah, lot, no, it's definitely yeah, a lot more fun. Um, just kind of picking, not picking apart, but just going through the show. Um, between yourself and Connor, it's uh really good. So I think it's a good time to just stop that. And like I said, Connor, I'll, I'll speak to you later. That there's a bit of scope to add the uh the Funko Pop review. So loonies, if you haven't got your Funko Pop, um. There's a bit more time as well, and we'll review that. I know we've been putting it off for a, a few episodes now, but um, but we got this it's really awesome, happen. yeah, and we have this awesome um, animated episode that just dropped on our laps, so we just had to do it. Uh, yeah, well, I guess uh, we can wrap it up, um, Connor. Uh, what do we have next phase? So yeah, we um slotted in the episode review here. So mm-hmm. we'll be heading back uh next week, next phase to uh uh tackle that um smash out that uh final departing issue for Moon Knight in mm-hmm. Defenders Volume One, Issue Fifty One, yep. and the big finale to Resurrection War, Moon Knight Volume Three, Issue Four, Resurrection War, Phase Four, Full Moon. So uh uh some goodbyes there before we head on to the next part of the series. Um. Mm-hmm. And then the uh, week after that, we'll be having big old uh, issue 192. Yeah. That should be good. So we'll do a we'll do a of the new run. Yeah, we'll do an episode dedicated to that. Um, the, the latest run, yeah. we always uh, focus primarily on that. So that should be a lot of fun to do um, as well. Yeah, and we've got a few things uh, a few things cooking on the back burner as well. Uh, Spectre call. Just like to share. Thanks, uh, thanks once again, Rebecca, for for joining us. I know that you're you're still kind of, thanks, kind of just recovering. Always a pleasure. It's always so much fun to. I heard you recently on the Defenders podcast, which is a oh yeah great episode. <laughs> which is a great episode. Yeah. So I uh, just wanted to shout that out. That's uh, hosted by Claire, um, and they cover. They've just. You've, 
you covered the last two episodes of Netflix's The Punisher, right? So you've just yeah. rounded that off. Um, so you can find that on any podcast catcher. Um, and they they have a bit of a break, I think, and then they're, they're going to cover... Yeah, uh, before Jessica Jones. Jessica Jones in March, cool. which will be cool. That's closer than I think, actually. Yeah, yeah, just around the corner. Um, it's yeah. 8th of March. Oh, wow. which means Black Panther is so much more closer as well. Oh, yeah, I don't know. So when is it, when I does can it come buy out? my tickets on Friday, apparently. Oh. Whoa. <laughs> when does that come out for you in the UK? 13th of uh, February. Okay, 15th over here. So. I, I believe we may be uh, the first country that gets ah. it. <laughs> oh, heck yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, so there's plenty to look forward to. Um, thank you once again, Loonies, for listening to us. Um, Connor, uh, where can they find us? Where can they find us? We are slowly invading the internet. Um, you can uh, find us on our website, most of all. That's where we'll post all the uh, updates for the episodes, where you can find the episodes, all the um, information for the show um, at uh, intothenightpodcast.wordpress.com. Uh, you can email us anytime at moonnightpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, our Twitter is at ITKMoonNight. Mm-hmm. Our Facebook page, uh, facebook.com slash ITKMoonNight. Likewise, plenty of updates there all the latest drops for the show. Uh, we have a fantastic group. It's always just going about with plenty of talk, uh, just about Moon Knight with uh, facebook.com slash groups slash Into the Night. The group's called Into the Night, a Moon Knight fan base. Uh, you can find us on Instagram, Tumblr, YouTube, we're now on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Play, basically any podcast catches. Hopefully, uh, just search for Into the Night, a Moon Knight podcast, and we should be there. I'm... Um, I think we're heading over to Libsyn now too, yeah. which will be a new hosting service. That should be a lot easier to get our episodes and yep. everything oh. a part of that. So yeah, that's something sh- to look forward to. And yeah, yeah, for sure. It's um, there might be a bit of a, a teething process to to get across, but we're we're pretty much across there now. It just opens a lot more doors to where we can get our feelers across. To, so <laughs> try to expand the audience base. But uh, thanks so much, Loonies, for for sticking with us. Um, please. Rate us if you if you can on uh, on iTunes and uh, yeah spread the good word. So uh, with that, uh, once again, Rebecca, all the very best. Uh, hoping to to catch you around. Actually, Rebecca, before I go, before you go, I know. Uh, sorry again. Yeah. I know you're cramped for time. No, no. Um, but no, no. Uh, we're hoping to Connor as well. I'm thinking we do a panel by panel review of uh, one of our next upcoming modern runs would be uh, Houston's The Bottom. Um, and yeah, would you would, oh, you, be, yeah, would right. you be keen to to come on board, Rebecca? We'll do a panel by panel. Yeah, the first sure. Issue. Yeah, that would be fun because I love those panel by panels, especially um, just. Yeah, I like them as well. I like I like the um, like stopping to read a comic in that sort of detail. Yeah, yeah, it's really good, and like you just pick up things that you never would if you just uh, read it regularly. So, yeah. yeah. Hmm. So uh, thank you once again, Loonies. Uh, Connor, can I throw to you to to Sign us off. Uh, as we always say, to sign us off, my country watch over the denizens of the night. Goodbye. See you later. Hooray. Moon Knight and affiliated characters, stories and events are properties of Marvel Characters Incorporated. Materials used and discussed within the podcast are intended for critique and review purposes only under the fair dealing concept of the current Copyright Act. 
The views, information or opinions expressed during the podcast are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of the copyright owners.